So I got really excited this morning and I had to jump on to the podcast and I would like to announce a very good news to all of you. Are you ready for the news? I am in a relationship. This relationship is really different than the rest of the relationship that I've had in the past. This person caters to me. This person pampers me. And the most important thing of all, this person really cares about my feelings and my emotions. Not only that, we're not codependent. And the thing is that when you're codependent with your partner, you constantly rely on your partner for external validations. When you're far away from your partner, you tend to miss them. Where you constantly have these feelings that you always want them to be there by your side because you miss them so much. So this person and I, the relationship that we have, we're independent from one another. We acknowledge each other's feelings and emotions and we give each other time to work on ourselves so that we both can become the real version of ourselves. This is interesting, right? So if you're in a relationship, I would highly recommend kind of just reflecting on the fact that are you in a codependent relationship? So let me stop playing around and tell y'all who I am in a relationship with. So I'm actually in a relationship with myself. You know, throughout my journey to self-healing and, you know, finding myself and self-improvement, I have find that the only person that can actually understand me to a deeper level is me. You know, when I'm upset or when I'm depressed or when I'm in my feelings, a lot of times I would seek out professional help, but that will only help me to relieve the pain temporarily. But the rest of the work is actually based upon me on how I can continuously nurture myself so that I can continue to be happy for the rest of my life. So lately I have been feeling displaced, you know, hanging out with my families and all of that. I feel happy. I feel a sense of belonging. But once I detach from them, there's a sense of missing someone. And that was something that I've gone through when I was in a relationship. And, you know, I was so codependent with the person where if the person's gone for like five minutes, I'm like, oh my God, like, are they okay? You know, what they're doing? You know, you know, why are they not checking in with me and all of that? And that has become a habit of mine, you know, constantly checking the phone, constantly hoping that the person would text back, you know, that is something that I didn't know until today. I didn't know that that was a sign of codependency. And reflecting back on how I grew up and what happened to me in the past, you know, I was scared of being neglected because I was a stepchild, you know, the only person that actually pick, will pick up the phone and listen to my concerns and all of that. And, you know, as sometimes she judges and all that, but it's okay. That's who she is. It's my mom. You know, every time I get upset, every time I get sad or I'm not feeling well or depressed, I will pick up the phone and I will call my mom and she will always be there to support me. But one thing that I've learned 
is that I can't tell her everything. There's a barrier between us. You know, culture-wise, especially in the Southeast Asian American culture, mental fitness and mental health is not really praised upon. You know, like I said in my previous couple of episodes, mental health has been highly stigmatized in the Asian culture. When we need to seek mental service, mental health services, they will see us as crazy. You know, until today, when I have conversation with her, when I say, you know, mom, like when you have these cravings or things turn into a habit, it's a mental health thing. And she said, you know what, like, <laughs> why are you always seeing things that like were crazy and this and that? And I'm like, mom, is when I say mental health thing, it's not that I'm, it's, it's, it's not a crazy thing. Like you gotta reframe yourself from seeing mental health as a crazy thing. You know, so if, if any of you want to go back and listen to the episode of uh, Normalizing Mental Fitness, I would highly recommend to. But going back to being in a relationship, I have been noticing that I have been more in tune with myself when I start to accept myself as who I am. Growing up, I had suffer with self-image. And I did talk about this in my other episodes as well, where I would look down on myself all the time because of the way I look and the way I talk and how I present myself. But through this journey, I have learned that me, I am me. You know, the only person that will praise me and make me happy at the end of the day is myself. And the more I am going to talk bad and have those self-deprecating thoughts, the more I am going to make myself suffer. So why would I want myself to suffer? And why would I want to look down upon myself where society has already, society is already doing that? You know, that's the reason why majority of us can't handle society anymore. And that's the reason why some of us can't handle life and they have to commit suicide. And me as a suicide attempt survivor, I truly understand where that is coming from because a lot of it comes from negative self-talk. And negative self-talk plays a really detrimental role in our lives as well because a lot of it shapes what we do and how we move in life and a lot of our decisions is based on what we say and the things that we say inside our heads and you know the more negative we are with other people and this is from personal experiences what i've seen the more we are negative with other people the more we are going to be negative towards ourselves so reflect on that, reflect on what I just said, because once you walked outside and you have all these negative thoughts about other people, you are actually projecting your insecurity onto other people by making other feel bad so you can feel good because there is something that you are lacking upon yourself. And maybe the... Maybe this is a truth and maybe it hurts, but the truth is what helps us 
to break through and become a better version of ourselves. And this is where we can start to develop and nurture re this relationship that we are having with ourselves. And once we have this relationship and once we start to develop this relationship, we would then begin to regularly check in with ourselves to see what we need so that we can continue to nurture ourselves. Like going back to what I was saying earlier, how I have been feeling displaced lately and how I have feeling, you know, just sad and depressed and all of that. I have found techniques that will help me. You know, going outside, getting 10, 15 minutes of sunlight and exposure to nature, that used to work, but not anymore. So what are some other techniques that I do, that I can do in order for me to overcome this, right? So recording podcasts is actually one of them. It's like me expressing my feelings and expressing my emotions and also at the same time me relating and connecting to people so that we all can learn from one another. Because we as human beings, we learn through shared experiences, right? So for today, if we all can try to connect with our inner child, to see what does he or she needs so that we can help that inner child of ours so that we can nurture that inner child of ours so that that inner child of ours won't come back and haunt us as we are growing older and try to remember this no amount of money no amount of friends no amount of followers can make you happy because the only person that can truly make you happy is yourself. <laughs>